to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Nomad's Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous on both Instagram and Twitter. If you're listening to this episode on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. I now post episodes Sundays and Wednesdays, and you'll get an occasional bonus episode on Fridays too, because that's how many episodes I have taped, and I have to get them out there, and they're all good. So there you go. Uh, Today I have on a girl named Violet and Violet loves pegging her guy. This is something new that she's into, uh, but she's here to say the minute she started it, she got off on it. She loves doing it. It's something that she's into. It's something that she got her boyfriend into doing. It wasn't like something that he had done before, but what he did do before was hook up with guys. Okay, he was straight up honest with her about the fact that he had had a couple experiences with guys. She talks a lot about that, a lot about how she felt when he told her, how it came up, how she got past it, how she got him into pegging. Of course, it started out slowly and then went full on. She talks very explicit about how they peg, what they do, what they use. Um, She talks about how she's looking forward to a threesome with him with another guy as well as a uh, as her being with a girl. She's always fantasized about being with a girl. And now that she's into pegging, she uh, wants to peg a girl. That's like on her bucket list. <laughs> so we talk all about that. I think she's great. She's, you know, super open. This is something new to her. And I think what's interesting about her story is that it could be your story. If you're someone that maybe is thinking about pegging or you're a guy who wants his girlfriend to peg him, you never know. Your girl could love it like she did. Like I said, this was her first time. And the funny thing about Violet and the interesting thing is she had a boyfriend before this guy who was very into BDSM. She talks about that relationship a little bit and how she wasn't really into the BDSM that he was into. And he coined her as Vanilla. And if that boyfriend could see her now, and we do discuss a little bit about why this guy gets her in to be open and into so many different things as opposed to the other guy who pegged her as vanilla, but it pegged her, <laughs> perfect word, that pegged her as vanilla before because she's not vanilla. And so this episode, I, I say it in there, like this is a PSA to, uh, you know, all the things you could do to get your partner to really open up and maybe experience a lot more than you're experiencing now. Sometimes it's, it's all, it's not about the person and it's about how you are reacting to the person. So sit back, relax, and I'm going to be right back on with Violet. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hey, Violet, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? Good. So, Violet, you like to peg your guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, did you find my episode because of my like recent YouTube video on pegging confessions or my other ones? Or were you just like a listener of my show and you're like, oh, I should just call in and talk about the fact that I like to peg my guy? I actually had never heard any of your pegging episodes. And I ran into your podcast. Yeah. Um, literally just like going onto the podcast on my phone and yours was just like popped up there as like a suggested podcast. Yeah. And, you know, it caught my attention right away. I was like strictly anonymous. Okay. Let me see what this is about. And I think I started with the first episode where, um, it was like a poly polyamorous relationship where mm-hmm. they referred to like their, their pod and stuff like that. So that was my introduction to your show. That's the first uh, episode that I listened to. And that's what kind of drew me in. Cause then I started going through like the list and I was like, Oh my God, like um, this is, this is looking and sounding very interesting, you know? And I just kind of uh, dove in, you know, random episodes here and there, but I actually, I didn't see any at first uh, that said anything about pegging. So I was like, let me give her a call, you know, like, 
I think this would be interesting and just to like talk to you about it or talk to someone else about it that's not my boyfriend because I think like well I don't know like I've never shared it with anyone and Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like what I mentioned in my email a little bit I don't want people to look at me and my boyfriend differently because of our sexuality you know and yeah I think pegging is still like something that isn't out in in the open like that is still a little bit of tap a little bit taboo for some people so for sure it's tied with the whole it's tied into the whole you know guy like you know gay thing with guys it's it's mm-hmm. still like that stigma attached to it you know um definitely so let's get into the story about how you got into pegging like did it start with this boyfriend or had you done it in the past because we'll fast forward and say like I mean something else Mm -hmm. you did tell me in the email we'll eventually get to this is that you know you're Mm -hmm. like pegging so much that now you want to like strap it on and fuck a girl and like do all kinds of things because you like really dig it right did it start Mm -hmm. with this guy had you ever pegged anyone before and whose idea was it to start to do it it's kind of funny because my ex-boyfriend, he mm-hmm. used to always call me vanilla. He would be like, oh, no, she's vanilla because he was really into BDSM. Yeah. And that was just not my thing. You know, I kind of tried it. Um, and he wanted me to be the dom, which is funny because when pegging, like, I feel very dominant, you know, and that's part of the reason why I, I enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. So, but when it came to the BDSM, I wasn't really into it. So he would always tell me, like, oh, you're vanilla. But anytime I mentioned like, Hey, let me put my finger in your butt. He was like, Oh no, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, you know? So it kind of like, I wasn't, I guess I, I really wasn't when I just wasn't able to fully ex- like feel comfortable enough to like explore my sexuality with him. Cause he wasn't really into it or, you know, so. Did you know that you were into it at that point? N- no, <laughs> excuse me. No, I had no idea that I was into it. Right. Um, I was curious because, like, I would always play around with him and ask him, like, oh, you know, let me let me stick my finger in your butt. So, obviously, I was curious. Yeah. I just never found anyone that would let me do it <laughs> or that was curious or, you know, that was into it or would even bring it up. And when I got with my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, um, I think it may have came up, like, while we were, like, having, like, talks with, like, what we've done before. He had mentioned to me that he had been with a guy, and I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Like, I was kind of taken back. I was like, oh, really? And he had told me, like, yeah, I've experimented with with guys before, and not many guys. I think it was just, like, probably, like, three different guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And then so I was like, oh, okay. And I think now that once I had got that knowledge that he was into that, um, the way it started was one time we were making out, you know, like in the, during foreplay, I kind of like went on top of him and kind of like grabbed his legs and like kind of like started, you know, like thrusting on him and like slowly but surely like that doing that motion of like, okay, like I'm fucking you. Mm-hmm. And he was enjoying it. Like we were both really enjoying it. And that's how it started off. Like there was like the first couple times where it was just, like that you know and then eventually one of those times like I like stuck my finger in there and so that's how it started um we just gradually went to pegging once I had introduced me sticking my finger you know me playing with his ass and getting all into it and whatnot he had actually told me like he had actually asked me if we wanted to go to the sex shop and, you know, see what we found. And that that is where we saw dildos and the straps and all that. And at first we just got a dildo and we started playing with that. Mm-hmm. After that, we went back to the sex shop and I had seen a double-sided dildo. And I was like, oh, okay, that's the one. Let's grab it. And that's pretty much the toy that when we do peg like that's what i like to use because since it's double-sided i can fuck him and then also get stimulated myself oh interesting yeah Mm -hmm. so it's a win-win and (laughs) i don't know i we just really we just really both really enjoy it and but what are the mechanics of what's going on at that point are you both like laying down 
or are you like fucking him from behind, but it's inside your pussy and you're like, you know, that's inside his mm-hmm. ass. Like how, like w- explain the scenario. Cause I don't, I don't know how it's physically happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way that the double sided dildo is one side is a little bit more straight mm-hmm. and the other side is kind of curved up. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I put the little straps like up to my, thighs you know like and bring it up towards me the one that's kind of uh bend it up i put that one in myself and then i'll use the other one to penetrate him and kind of thrust and sometimes the one on my end doesn't really stay it'll like slip out but because it's rubbing against it i still get stimulated like on my clip so Mm -hmm. it's still it still feels good yeah, but are you standing um, up and he's on all fours? Are you both laying down, asses against each other? Like, that's what I mean. Like, how is it happening? Like, what position are you guys in? That's the right question. Sorry. So we've done it where he's laying down on his back and I'm on top of him. Mm-hmm. And then we've also done it where I'm kind of sitting down and like, yeah, like sitting down and he'll sit on it. Mm-hmm. So we've done it like that. So you're sitting then, facing each other. No, uh, he's like kind of like sits on it, like facing like his back towards me. And then we also doggy doggy also like right. Okay. Where he's bent down and yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever, cause I know that you said that you were interested in using the strap on with a girl. Have you used the strap on with him as well? With my boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the only guy that he's the only person I've ever used a strap with. So, I mean, you started off with the double sided dildo and then eventually you mm -hmm. went and bought the strap on. No. So the double double sided dildo is kind of kind of like a strap on. But yeah, it just straps to your thighs. Like it it just kind of goes up and straps to your thighs. So it kind of doesn't fall down or there's, you know, some support for it to like stay there. Um, yeah, I don't actually own like a full on strap. The only strap that I do have, it's double sided. Right. So I don't even, maybe, maybe it's not considered a strap. Maybe I'm using the wrong, wrong word. No, I'm probably um, wrong. I have less <laughs> experience with this. I didn't, I never like strap. I never had a strap on and I never, you know, had that kind of sex with a guy. So I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking because you're like, oh, we started with the, you know, the double sided. I'm like, what what happened after that? What did you go to after the double sided dildo? <laughs> did you get anything else after that one? Uh, no, that's where we, we're kind of at right now. Right. We're just staying. That's where we sit. I don't do it or we don't do it as often as we'd like to because um, we're not currently living together. So our living situations, it just doesn't really allow us to. You know, because when we do do it, it's the whole process, you know, like, it's not just like, it's not a just a quick little, hey, wham, bam, you know, it's, we, we get really into it. And it it's long foreplay. And sometimes it can get messy. There's lube, you know, and so we just prefer when we do do it. It's when we go out of town or, you know, when we have a room, when we know we're alone completely. Right. And we won't be interrupted or bothered or anything like that. So we haven't done it as often as I've wanted to, but it's definitely something that's progressed from the beginning of our relationship to now. And he always told me because, oh, the reason why the whole hooking up with another, with the guy came up was because I had told him that was one of my fantasies was hooking up with another woman and, you know, but I just, I've had an opportunity, I've had opportunities. I've just, I feel like a little bit more insecure for some reason, like hooking up with a girl. And so that kind of would stop me from pursuing that. Mm-hmm. And he encourages me, you know, because he tells me like, well, I've already, I've done it. Like I, I've experimented and I want you to do the same thing. Like, I don't want you to like, just put it in the back burner and then, you know, and then just forget about it. Like, go and experience it if that's something that you really want to try. He kind of gave me the green light to go and do that, to go hook up with another girl. Mm-hmm. So when I started, when we started pegging, 
my fantasies with a girl kind of evolved too. So it went from me just hooking up with a girl to like, oh, now I want to like actually like fuck a girl, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's still to this day. He's like, oh, have you found a girl, or do you want to keep, you know, do you want to look? And I'm not really pushing that because, I mean, if it, I guess if it comes, it'll come, and you know, see how I feel. But I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Like, I don't know. It's just. Well, it's because you've never done it before. That's why. That's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've hooked up. I've made out with girls, and I've, like, sucked on a girl's breast. And I almost fingered a girl, but when it came down to, like, me going down, and I got a little weirded out, and I kind of stopped and didn't go there. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, so I don't know how it would be. I think I would need to be just in a, I would probably need to be drunk, to be honest. Like, I think it would have to be, like, on a whim. You know, like, I'm out having a good time, having a couple drinks. If I see someone or if there's a connection there, then I'd probably be, like, okay, yeah, you know, like, I'd be more into that than planning something or looking for someone Right, that might be too set up for you, and you, that might make you mm-hmm. more nervous because you're thinking about it so much. Yeah. Well, yeah, do, when you guys do meet up, because you said you live far away, right? Like, do you guys go out to bars and clubs together? Because that's always like the way. You know, that's a good um, way to find like the unicorn. A lot of people who are looking online, like couples that are looking online for a girl, a lot of times it's hard to find that girl online. But like I have a guy mm-hmm. on my show, Dr. Guy and his girl, Victoria, have been on my show and they have a million threesomes and they happen to be my friends. So I know them <laughs> and they live in New mm-hmm. York City and they are always picking up unicorns like there's too many for them to pick up. They're just they're hooking up with girls left and right. And it's because they're out a, and about in the bar scene. A lot of times I'm talking to couples who are married. They're in their 50s. They mm-hmm. have kids. They're not out in the bars and stuff. So I think it's harder to meet that way. But you sound super young. So mm-hmm. that scenario of you guys being out and you being, it's finally being that time where you're a little buzz and you see that girl and something happens and you guys wind up at home and you get it going is, you know, that could very likely happen. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, I think so. I think that or, um, I mean, my boyfriend's also mentioned, like, bringing someone else in, um, having a threesome. He he hasn't said, like, oh, let's do it, but he's mentioned, mentioned what, you know, what, what were my thoughts on it and how would I feel about it? I didn't realize that you're, maybe what you're nervous about is doing it on your own. I mean, I thought you were talking about a threesome. No, he had, he wanted me to go and, well, he never really included himself in me going out and exploring with other girls. Oh, uh, okay. was like, he was, if you're, he pretty much tells me, if you're out and you meet a girl and you feel it, you're, I won't get mad. Like, you can go ahead and, and do it, you know? hmm And so... I have that pass. He's given me that, you know, that you can go out and do that. Um, but we, he's also mentioned if you do want to bring someone in, you know, like a threesome, then I'd be open to that too. But obviously I would need you to be comfortable and just, you know, stuff like that. Right. Cause that's a different, um, that's a different fantasy, right? You, mm-hmm. maybe you want to be with a girl, but maybe you don't necessarily want to see your guy with a girl. 
Yeah, I don't know how I would take that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I feel like I would get jealous and probably, like, stop it in the middle of everything, like, get out, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how I would react in that situation. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've never really pushed for that or been like, hey, yeah, let's go do it. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't really know where I stand with that. I don't know if it's me being scared of doing it alone or I, I'm not really sure. The only thing that I can think of that's stopping me is just me being insecure, you know, me feeling like, oh, what if they judge my body? I, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like maybe girls would be like, oh, well, more judgmental or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. where why that would be it, along with the fact that, you know, you've never fooled around with a girl, really. I mean, you had a little makeout session and everything, but yeah, I feel like eventually I will I will probably get to that point. Um, okay, let's get back to the pegging. So you, because <laughs> you're gonna eventually do that, but like, did you yeah. realize or how soon after you started to put that strap on on and fuck him? Did you really realize you felt powerful and you were really into it? Probably, to be honest, the first time. Really, just me. Yeah, just me being on top, and even without any penetration like just me being on top and kind of taking control and being the one that's like thrusting and you know I like to grab his ass and like grab him when I'm doing it um so pretty quickly I I that's why I kept continued doing it you know from like getting on top of him and essentially like humping him a couple of times Mm -hmm. to leading up to going down on him and using my finger and then eventually I don't know there's just something about pegging that is just like so powerful and it feels good and I actually did go back and listen to um your one caller that uh I think her name was April yeah and she mentioned like she mentioned oh now I know why guys enjoy this why Mm -hmm. they like fucking so much and I totally related when she said that because when I first started doing that with my boyfriend I felt really powerful and I felt like wow this is so hot um I just I can't really see myself not doing it anymore because I I really dig it and I'm really happy that my boyfriend digs it too because that makes two of us (laughs) and I feel less weird about it too yeah for sure now does he ever talk about I guess maybe because he has you pegging him that he has no need to go out and be with guys. I mean, has it ever been discussed whether he could go and hook up with guys as well since he's given you the pass to hook up with women? Um, one time he did mention that. He mentioned like, oh, what if we go out, you get a girl and I get a guy. I, I got a little insecure when he said that because that was before, um, that, that was when I thought that maybe he was bi or gay or, you know, maybe because, when when my boy my boyfriend first told me that he had been with guys, the first thing was in my head that was, oh, like you know, he's gay. He has to be gay if he's going out and fooling around with guys. Um, so that was something that always was like in the back of my head, and it did make me a little insecure. But um, I didn't really let that stop our relationship. And he would always tell me like, I'm not gay. I just like I enjoy it it's like another tool in the bedroom you know it's it's nothing I don't have emotional connection with guys and so I went back and forth with that but later after listening to your episode with um Dr. Court and oh right Mm -hmm. yeah that really kind of gave me like the reassurance that I needed or you know that it yeah it's it's possible guys can enjoy um, hooking up with guys and not be gay and not have any emotional connection. You know, it's just strictly sexual. Or even be so, bi, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. those were the two things that you were worried about. But he could be, well, Dr. Joe Court is here to say that he could be yeah. straight. I was like, a doctor said. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that honestly, that episode really kind of silenced those insecurities, and I was, I just thought to myself, boy, he does love me. He always tells me he loves me. It's not like I'm feeling insecure in the relationship because he's not doing anything. He's doing everything he can, you know, to make me feel secure in the relationship. So I really kind of came to accept that, that mm-hmm. it, it was just him having fun and he never had a relationship with a guy or he never had a, um, anything like that where, you know, any emotions were involved. Um, so yeah, so I felt a lot better about that. And, um, that's, yeah. I don't know. I think I would feel better now having a threesome with a guy. Actually, if we do have a threesome, I think I would first want it to be with two guys and, Mm -hmm. I would think I would enjoy that. And I think he would enjoy it too. And now I, I can feel comfortable with that as well. You know, like, I mean, it's not, it, it, I don't want to feel insecure about it. And I think it would allow me to enjoy it more because I wouldn't be in my head about it. And what does that fantasy look like? Are you dominating both guys? Hmm. In my fantasy, actually, I, I didn't think of it like that mm-hmm. in my fantasies i'm more of the submissive with the you know, two guys wanna, yeah oh. like i would want to be dominated by the two guys yeah mm-hmm. so then, that's uh-huh no you go no no i was just gonna say yeah that's because i actually never thought about two guys and then me and pegging one of them i i thought of it more of um yeah like me pleasing both guys mm-hmm. and yeah i want all the attention (laughs) that's a total separate thing you're just kind of freaky right and into a lot of really kinky things so you like the pegging and then maybe a male male female threesome is on your horizon Mm -hmm. yeah i don't i'm not gonna tell him that though i would probably want to surprise him like hey Mm-hmm. I think today's tonight's the night. Yeah, <laughs> that could be like a night. good Christmas present. But wait, <laughs> let me ask you do, now: if you have a male, male, female threesome with him, does he get to hook up with the guy too? Do you think it would turn you on to see him with a guy? I think so. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't sound too confident, but I think I think I would like. I think for me it would be kind of hot to see him or like for us to both be like sucking on a dick or you know Mm -hmm. I think that would be kind of hot and now I see it totally different I see it like how he mentioned it's just a tool you know we're both gonna get enjoyment out of it so I I would be okay with it I I think so he's gonna be so happy when you tell him because he doesn't know that you'd be down for this kind of threesome right or does he know no, he doesn't. From what he, from what happened before, he thinks I'm totally against it. Right. So, um, but I also, I actually did mention to him your episode with Dr. Court. And so we did have a discussion about it and he kind of just looked at me and was like, you see, I told you it's nothing. Some guys are like that. Some guys it's just strictly, you know, um, just the sexual desire. I listened to your other episode too about the guy that likes to suck dick. I have I so many of name. those. Which I know. One? Oh my god! He, ha- he had a girl. He had a girlfriend, and he had been having dreams about. Oh yeah. Dick. Yeah, and then I guess him his girlfriend eventually was like, "Okay, let's, let's get you a real one, you know, and see if you enjoy it." And then he ended up liking it. Um, and I remember him also saying, and actually that's how I got to your episode with Dr. Court. Yeah. I remember him, I remember you telling him about that episode. Cause I remember the guy telling you, I, I don't want to be with a guy. Like I just, I just want to suck dick, I, but I don't want to be with a guy. It's just strictly for pleasure. So it was, it was really helpful to listen to those episodes, to be honest. And it, it really did help me and understand a little bit. And look how much and look how far a little understanding can go. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like a real like uh, PSA, public service announcement to people out (laughs) there. If you just 
open up and have conversations and be honest about what you're into. (laughs) You could be doing what you're into. Like, you know, you guys talked about things. He cop to something that he was into you felt insecure about it you went looking for some information you found information that made you feel better you know and three months from now you're gonna be like you know getting double penetrated with him and a guy and you guys are gonna be like in one of those things called a train <laughs> you know, it's like, and who would have ever you probably would have never thought that before that conversation where he told you that he mm-hmm. was by. I mean, had you ever experienced yeah. any kind, anything like that before in your life? No, right? No, never, never. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah. Um, and I completely agree with you. You know, communication and understanding, most importantly, can change so much. And I think everything that we've been through and we're going through, and it's that those two things have only made our relationship a lot better yeah and you've been able to realize things that you're into that maybe wouldn't have been released if you weren't with this guy that was really open no exactly no yeah that's right I don't think I would have discovered that at all yeah and fast forward after your MMF you're gonna be you're gonna you know you're eventually gonna get up the courage to be with a girl the only thing that's stopping you like you said is your insecurity uh, mm-hmm. somehow you will be able to get past that eventually. And then you're going to be doing that. And like the sky's the limit, but let's get back a little bit to the pegging. Now, y- you know, you, did you ever know that you were a Dom before? I mean, you said with your first guy, you, you know, he wanted you to get into BDSM and he wanted you to be a Dom, but you weren't, you didn't, you weren't into it with him at all. Like any other kind of dominant behavior. Um, I think, I think for the most part, I do kind of have more of a dominant um, side of me. Uh, The reason why I think the BDSM didn't work out for me was because I grew up in a household where we got hit. When we got punished, we got beat. Mm -hmm. So I always associated even if someone would uh, talk to me really strong or yell at me, I always shut down. Right. So for me, that wasn't. Well, what that was when that he wanted to be a dom to you. Is, is that the, what <laughs> that your last boyfriend wanted? He was like the dom and he wanted you to be the sub? No, he wanted me to be the dom. He was a sub. Oh, okay. But you thought, uh-huh. oh, doing anything kind of dominant would shut you down because anytime anyone did that to you, it shut you down. But look how interesting when it is the opposite and you could be the dominant one, you actually enjoy it. And maybe that is a part of that growing up because you feel more in control and you didn't feel that when you were younger. Yeah. I think when, yeah, once I kind of grew up a little bit, I, I that's when I asserted my dominance, you know, and um, when I was with my ex, because he, he his roommates were really into BDSM also. Uh-huh. So when he when he introduced it to me, it was at a BDSM party. They would always host like BDSM parties, and they would have people in their community come over and you know host a whole a whole gig or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's how my ex boyfriend introduced me to it, and he was just trying to make me feel comfortable he's like you know you can just watch you don't have to be involved um but he was never a dom he was always a sub so he was the one always getting hit and stuff and at first I was a little taken back I was like whoa um I have I had never ever experienced anything like that I've never seen anything like that I don't don't even think I was really too familiar with BBSM Mm -hmm. um so he kind of introduced me into that and um, his roommates would always have BDSM parties. So I would go, but I just wouldn't participate. Right. None of it um, turned there, you on. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it just it didn't really turn me on, to be honest. And and I have nothing against it. I would, you know, I was around the community for a couple years and I just didn't partake. And the one time I did, um, my ex had told me, oh, do you want to try it out? You can be the dom. And... Of course, I'm going to try it out, <laughs> but it just 
it just didn't feel right for me and it didn't give me any it didn't turn me on at all it was just flat okay what do i do i don't and people are looking i don't know it's just maybe it was in the setting too i wasn't comfortable it was something that i wasn't used to Mm -hmm. so that was that's where that stayed i never went back to that or but in that scenario they wanted you to be the sub right No, they wanted me to be the dom. All right, I'm confused. Back sub dom. Who the fuck cares? You're not into it. BTSM. (laughs) It's a whole other world, right? It's not related at all. I just think it's interesting that, you know, you did, you do enjoy the dominance of pegging and the power that you get in that feeling. And that's a real turn on for you. So you uh, do have a little bit of a dominant side in you in that part but yet you like to be you know if the, if another guy comes along you're the submissive and you know so it's not really probably a dumb or something at all and i'm just so stupid i'm putting those words <laughs> to it and people are yelling at their speakers <laughs> right as I, talk. I listen i learn as i go right i mm-hmm. like you you know talk to these people for the first time and a lot of times i'm learning things you know what i had heard so many guys on my podcast that talked about like sucking a dick but i don't like guys and i used to just like laugh in their face okay like i used to be like yeah okay and then all of a sudden a dick's in your mouth but like a dick is a part of a guy so that means you like guys and they'd be like no and i'd be like whatever and then eventually i saw joe cord's tiktok and i was like oh my goodness like this guy is speaking for all these guys that have called into my show and were trying to explain to me something that I had I I couldn't understand until he really spelled it out and then I could understand and so like I think you know we're always all learning and I think it's just important to keep an open mind and be able to admit that you're wrong or that maybe you know um, and I think what's interesting about you is like you had that first boyfriend that would want you to do some freaky things. You're like not into it, but you know, that was just because you weren't into BDSM, but you happen to be very open-minded and, uh, into a lot of kinky things. Just not that. <laughs> yeah. He just didn't, he couldn't tickle my pickle. I guess he just didn't find what was intriguing to me. And like I mentioned, when I did try to bring up what I was curious about, he kind of shut it down. So it wasn't, it just, you know, it wasn't meant to be there. So, and he, here's the guy having a girlfriend talking about your vanilla and you know, how vanilla you are. And like anybody listening to this podcast now, where you're at now would never call you vanilla. Mm -hmm. So he missed out. And that's another, like a, you know, learning lesson for people listening that sometimes it's just about you know opening up the conversation because I think if he really was open to trying the things that you were into then the floodgates would have been open but he just shut you down whenever you were would bring something up so he never really got to understand all these other things that you were into yeah yeah he missed out huh he did miss out (laughs) (laughs) And your guy now is like super lucky that he met you because, you know, he was able to be honest with you and you were cool with it. And now it looks like he's going to be able to be his authentic self, too, in the relationship. Now, as far as um, the the pegging, you have that, you know, where do you put it when you travel to go see him and stuff? <laughs> I don't know why I'm always interested in those kinds of things. Cause it's like, are you driving with it in your car? Do you get on a plane? I mean, how far does he live from you? He lives about an hour away from me. Oh, okay. So you're just driving with that big strap yeah, on in sure. your bag next to you. <laughs> yeah. I got to put the seatbelt on. I got to secure it. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I just put it in its box. I just wrap it in a towel, put it in its box. And um, when we first got it, my living situation was a little bit more comfortable where I had my own room, I had my own bathroom. So we were able to fully experiment with it there. Yeah. Once I moved to a different place, um, it wasn't, it just things changed. So then we went on to just, bringing it with us whenever we traveled or went to a different city or anything like that. Um, yeah. And then I would, he would always, 
it's like the first thing he would say like oh don't forget to drive i'm like i already packed it uh, going with us <laughs> wait are you a three input girl i mean do you like anal play too i do mm-hmm. yeah yeah i do i'm not um it's it's funny because i've only ever had anal once where i actually came mm-hmm. from the anal so i know it's possible we just haven't gone to that spot yet. Um, but I do enjoy it sometimes. Um, I enjoy more doing it to him. <laughs> right. That's your thing. Yeah. 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 And everyone's your top. You'd be what they call yeah. a top. <laughs> yeah. I'm a top. And he enjoys being a bottom. I mean, does he like to, you know, when he was w- hanging out with guys, did he ever explain, like, was he a top? Was he a bottom? Was he a switch? Did he ever tell you th- that information? Um, I think he was a bottom. Mm-hmm. From what he's told me, I'm not too sure if he likes sucking dick or if he did it often. I do know that he would, like, get fucked for sure. Right. And but does he's is he always like, oh, he wants to fuck you in the ass because he enjoys that too? Um sometimes. It's not like all the time, but yeah, yeah. yeah, he'll 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 like lead up to that or, you know, warm me up to it or ask if it's okay. But mm-hmm. it's not it's not like a main thing of his. Right. Um I think he I would probably say he was more of a bottom. Mm-hmm. Um I think he just really liked the feeling of it and yeah, so I would say he's more of a bottom. My my boyfriend in the relationship, I am more of the dominant one. Um, but I like that we can switch it up, you know. I like sometimes I like when he puts me in my place, I'm like, Oh, okay, you know. Yeah. That's kinda hot. <laughs> so we can switch it up, but for the most part I would say I'm the dominant one. He's more of like the submissive and, and that and that's what what you'd be in that fantasy with the girl as well, the dominant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would want to be the dominant and um, be the one kind of taking control. And yeah, just going going with that and being in charge. <laughs> but do any of your friends? I mean, you started out saying like you oh you wanted to call in because you know you felt like there was no one that you could really tell or talk about this with except your boyfriend do any of your girlfriends know and how have they reacted or is this like a total secret this is a total secret um we do talk about sex you know me and my girls we do have those conversations and oh you know where's the craziest place you've had sex at or stuff like that but sometimes i want to get more into it and i just feel like I feel like they wouldn't be as accepting of it. Mm-hmm. I think they would probably look at me a little weird or probably think that my boyfriend is gay or mm-hmm. I can already see the little red flags going off in their in their head. So Because they went off I, in your head too. I mean you you had those mm-hmm. same thoughts. Uh but because yeah. he was your boyfriend you went and found Dr. Joe Quartz, you know, uh, episode. You did probably Googled, whatever. You know, you molded around and focused on it until you got to a place where you were comfortable and really understood it. But since it's not mm-hmm. their boyfriend, they're just going to, like, get to the place where they judge you maybe, right? And then that's they're not going to go looking for more information. I mean, I understand why you would think that. Um, but, you yeah. know, and because I think that's what would happen. Just like you thought, oh, my God, you must be gay. You like to get fucked in the ass and you've been with guys. I mean, because that would open up a whole can of worms if you said, oh, I like to peg my guy. And then your girlfriends are like, oh, like, does that make him gay? Mm -hmm. Like, would you tell them then also that he's been with guys, you know, and how would they feel about that? Forget about it. I I totally understand why you have hesitation because it's uh, either you'd have a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. And. It's like you mentioned, I was willing to be open and learn and fully try to understand him mm-hmm. for everything, you know, and I don't think my friends would have that need to. They would no, just go straight they don't love him. Of, you only yeah. did that because you loved him and you wanted to stay dating him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that if you did it. I mean, that was the motivation. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of lightly brushed on the topic with one of my girls the other day because I had mentioned your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling her, oh my God, there's this crazy podcast that people call in. And I was pretty much just giving her the gist of it. And she was asking me, oh, what type of, you know, what type of calls are there? What type, what have you listened to? And I was giving her some of them. And in those, the, those episodes that I was shooting off, I had mentioned, oh, there's also this one where this girl likes to tag her boyfriend. And her I'm reaction a good was a, yeah. <laughs> her reaction was just like, oh, like she like, you know, when you're shocked, you kind of like swing back and you open your eyes really big. It's like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, I, I just went quickly on to the next one. I was like, okay, I tested that. And then that's definitely not. We're not going to talk about this at this run. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. That was a good. Listen, that was kind of a smart way of testing the, <laughs> the waters. I mean, she let you know that she would be like, what the fuck? Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is like the friend that I think is the most open. So I, I just, okay, I'll, I'm going to talk to Kathy about it and, and soon anyway. So I'll get my fill there of girl talk. Yeah, exactly. And listen, not everybody needs to know about your sex life. I think the most important person to be open to about the things that you're into is your partner. And you guys are. And that's really great. Yeah, I'm really, really thankful that he's so open minded and and just willing to communicate and understand me, too. Because and also Um, because you're having great sex. Mm-hmm. Is this like yeah. the best sex you've had with any boyfriend you've ever dated? Definitely. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I was never one to be comfortable really talking about what I liked or, you know, it was my first sexual experience with a guy. He was a lot older than me and he was kind of like my first everything. So he took the role in kind of teaching me and being the dominant one and I was just kind of submissive to him and you know take me Mm -hmm. so I never even then I never really talked about what I liked because I was so it was the first time me doing everything so I didn't really know you know at that time yeah um and then fast forward all the guys that I did it in between him and my current boyfriend it was just, it wasn't really, there wasn't communication like that um, about things in the bad bedrooms. It wasn't bad sex, you yeah. know, it was good sex, but it it could have been better. And I never really thought to bring up those topics either. Um, and I don't know why, or maybe, maybe because of the reason, maybe that they weren't so open about it. Maybe that made me feel like, oh, well, sex is okay. Like, why, why bring it up? You know, we're yeah. doing good, whatever. Um. <clears throat> So being with my boyfriend now has definitely opened my eyes and taught me a lot um, of good things that can happen. And it's just, it's so crazy how much your life can change and how much you realize what you weren't getting before. Right. You know, and so it's just, I'm so thankful to him. And how did that initial conversation go? when he copped to the fact that he had been with guys, how did it come up? Um, Do you remember? I, I believe we were, this was when we were still kind of hanging out and um, we were just seeing where things went. And I believe the, the way that conversation came about, we were, in the car, I think I had mentioned to him the way that came up. I think I had mentioned to him my fantasies about being with a girl. Right. And was that, com- were you comfortable, more comfortable with him than other boyfriends because you guys were friends first? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he has this calmness about him. This, like, it, he just, he makes me feel listened to and not really judged, you know? Oh. So I, and yeah, yeah listen so up, I, guys. Listen to what she just said. He, she <laughs> felt listened to. 
Mm-hmm. So the more you I feel felt, like someone's listening to, the more you're going to tell. Yeah. And I, I just, I felt really comfortable with him. And mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't think he would judge me. Yeah. So I, that's why I, I confided in him and t- told him those fantasies. Oh, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about our fantasies. I remember now because we, we, we just, you know, this is the topic that came up and he asked me what was one of my fantasies. And I, I remember now I told him that my fantasy was to be with a woman. And um, that sparked my curiosity to ask him. I don't know if maybe I sensed it or what, you know, because I don't usually ask guys, hey, have you ever been with another guy? Yeah. Um. So... I asked him and he, he told me, he's like, yeah, um, I actually have experimented with guys in the past. Um, actually, he had, I think through a, a Craigslist um, listing or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, he said, he well, from what he told me, the first experience was a little awkward and like kind of threw him off a little bit. Um <clears throat> And then later he found a guy who he felt comfortable with. And I think that's where his, um, where he kind of discovered those, that part of his sexuality with that one guy who made him feel comfortable. And he was like, okay, well, this is, this is the guy that I'm going to explore those fantasies with, you know, and it wasn't a relationship. It was uh, just kind of like a hookup thing, but yeah, that's, that's where he, that's where the conversation came from. That's where the conversation started. And how freeing was mm-hmm. that for you to just really put your fantasy out there? And then I would assume you feel, you know, that just leads, like I said, to better sex because now you're really showing somebody who you really are and all your stuff is on the table. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. did you guys immediately run out to the sex shop to buy that double-headed dildo <laughs> that you guys have? It's not a double-headed dildo. Well, it's a double-headed dildo, but it's a drop-on, right? It's, it's all in one. I gotta... Yeah, it, yeah. I don't know how to explain it to you, but it's, it's what's like the a name of it? Your... I don't even know. Oh, honestly. okay. Because you're like, I put it I in its even... box. It's got its own box. I thought maybe it's got a name too. It probably does, but I'm not even paying attention to it. I just yeah. saw the picture and I was like, "This is the one." This, I don't <laughs> even care the brand. Is it really big, <laughs> or like what was the what um, was it about it that you loved? I mean, what does your guy like it big? I mean, are there any kind of preferences that you guys have? Well, what caught my attention was that it was double sided and that I could be getting pleasure too. Yeah, you know, I was curious to. Oh my god, how is this going to work? Yeah. Um, so it's about, I would say it's anywhere from, I think it's like maybe eight inches, mm-hmm. I would say. And it's a good girth to it. It's not, I didn't want to, we didn't want to get anything too girthy because, um, I know I didn't want I didn't want it to feel, I didn't want it to be too painful for my boyfriend. Cause sometimes I get really into it and, you know, I become a power top and I just want to fuck him like real good. And, but then I also have to remember like, you got to slowing down you know i can't oh just yeah so um so yeah i didn't want anything too thick we wanted something that was gonna be a nice size you know decent size decent girth um something he would be able to take so so now when you're like down. fucking the shit out of him like you said is it like mm-hmm. do, do you do that until he comes and that's like the top of the mountain for you and then you come from watching him come. I mean, is that the, do you love that? Is that what goes down? Tell us a hot story before we end the podcast. <laughs> so for me, that actually gets me really wet. And yeah. It, it gets me really going. We haven't gotten to the point where I can make him come yet mm-hmm. while fucking him. Usually that's kind of more in the foreplay area where I get the strap, you know, I put it in slowly working my way, um, to get to go faster and then once we've kind of gotten our fill from that um because usually we'll do like two different positions you know I like to do it from the back Mm because I like to like grab his his butt and like I just like to like push it back on the dildo and really kind of feel like powerful like I'm like like really fucking him Mm -hmm. and then we'll from there usually like he'll turn around on his back and then I'll him and like be jerking him off and that's usually kind of how he comes 
or we'll just you know put it away and then we'll continue fucking ourselves and then get to the point where we both come right but that's your foreplay too because you get really horny from that or wet like you said yeah so i would say it's more of our foreplay right now Mm -hmm. um but i do want to get to a point where i can make him come while i'm fucking him i think i need a little bit more um we need to do it a couple more times and I need him to tell me be a little bit more vocal just to get a little bit more information like what feels really good you know so I can really focus on making him come because that is one of my goals <laughs> I mm-hmm. do want to get to that point where I can get him to come yeah for sure um, it's just kind of hard because you know it's feeling good to me but sometimes I don't know if it's feeling good to him or if I'm being too rough yeah you know mm-hmm. I mean I need a little bit more communication from him on that, but I'm sure we'll work our way up to it. Oh, you guys are working your way up to a lot of things. Okay. (laughs) This is just (laughs) the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) I think, you know, the fact that, you know, you've introduced the fantasy of what you want to do as far as be with a woman and your guy is totally down with that. And, you know, like I said, I, I see that, you guys may be having the threesome all together with the girl. Maybe that's what you need the first time, but also, you know, cause he feels more comfortable being with a guy cause he's done it before. I feel like, you know, you're, you guys are going to be doing that too. You're going to have to give me a, a call back and a part two when you guys are doing all these other mm-hmm. things. Right. Because like pegging is like your guy's gateway drug, right? That's the thing that's going to be leading to everything else because it's not yeah. just, you know, what did we call you? What's your name again? What's your fake name? Violet. Oh, it's not like just Violet's into pegging. Like Violet's like a kinky girl that likes a lot of different things and is finally able to live those all out because, you know, you're with the right guy and you've been able to be honest and you feel safe and you feel listened to. Hear that, guys? <laughs> Listen to. Listen to your yeah. girl. All you guys complaining about your vanilla girl. There's a guy out there that thinks that this bitch is vanilla. And you guys have now all heard her talk. And you know she's not vanilla. And that guy's missing out. And, you know, he could have had all these things. And I think that a lot of people, both men and women, miss out on fulfilling their fantasies and really getting down and dirty with their loved one because they're too afraid to really tell their partner what they're really into um but look what happens when you do your sex just gets better and like I said I think that there's something very freeing right about yeah letting someone know that you want to be with a girl and not holding that in right and and doing all the things that you want to do and the sky's the limit now and you you know you might wind up liking like you said you think you're gonna really be turned on when you see your guy with another guy and you never knew that you were into that so mm-hmm. I just think that uh, not only was your story fascinating, I think that people are going to learn a lot. Just like you've learned a lot from my show, you came on and it's like paying it forward. And now I think people are going to learn a lot from this episode. So, you know, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, six months from now, if you guys have had all these threesomes and stuff, you need to call back in and tell me now. Thank you so much for having me, though. It was it was nice and freeing to be able to kind of almost shout to the world anonymously hey i like to pay my boyfriend and it's okay you know and we're not weirdos because we enjoy it like we're just sexually fluid keep fluid people and and i hope i really hope that people do listen and that they're able to explore their own fantasies and see where that goes because it's a beautiful thing yeah, they will. And go, make sure to go to YouTube and look at the comments because that's where people will talk. You know, that's where you'll find other people maybe copping to the fact that they do it or they've done it or they want to do it. That's what I love about YouTube, the comments below. So that week that your podcast airs and it'll be in the next like couple weeks, make sure to go to YouTube and look below and read the comments. And, you know, if you're anonymous and you don't want to respond, I totally get that. But if you have an anonymous account and nobody knows who you are and you can re- respond, respond. But regardless, just read them because uh, it'll be interesting. And you'll love hearing yourself now talking. I mean, as interesting as and fun as it is to talk and do this episode, it's always so much more interesting to hear your story as a third person. So let me know what you think after you listen to it. And thank you so much for calling in and telling me your story. Thank you. Thanks, Violet. Bye. Bye. 
Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.